0: Uh, We're going to look at Psalm 103 today. And before we do, uh, let's have a a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are with us in all places, at all times, and you do all things well. And we thank you, Jesus, that as we consider uh, these words today, that you would speak to our hearts the things that you would have us to know. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. In all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The soul is the manifestation of the heart, really. You wonder where the soul is. That's where everything's coming from, where everything is centered at. Bless, it goes on in verse 2 Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So not just speaking of physical health, but a healthy heart in the sense of um, a right attitude and courage for living. Take a look at Luke chapter 6 verse 45, before we go any further, Luke chapter 6, verse 45. These cross-references just give us um, a little more idea, a little more background of what we're looking at here in in these things. Psalm 4, verse 45 of Luke chapter 6. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the soul, bless the Lord of oh my soul. It's important to keep our eyes on God. It's good for right attitude, proper living and a healthy heart as it were. Verses six to 10, the Lord executes of Psalm 103, the Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. The book of Ezra, chapter 9, verse 13, has a comment to that, which also fits in with it. The whole Bible is well knit together by the Holy Spirit, who gives all things to all men as they need them. Ezra 9, verse 13. And after all that has come upon us for our evil deeds and for our great guilt, since since you are God, since you, our God, have punished us less than our iniquities deserve, and have given us such deliverance as this. So God is merciful and kind, always at work to bring us into a right place with himself. Verses 11 to 18. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. That's unfathomable, but it's true. As a father pities his children, So the Lord pities those who fear him, for he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes, for the wind passes over it and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children to such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them. Genesis chapter two, verse seven. All the way back to the beginning of our Bible, Genesis chapter two, verse seven. And the Lord God formed man of the dust, of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, that man and man became a living being. So our origins are not grandiose, just a bit of dust, a bit of dirt. Perhaps you heard of the atheist who was boasting himself against God and his learning and uh, what he was able to learn. And he declared that he could create life just as God created life. And so God heard his bragging and he came to him and he said, "Okay, let's see what you can do. So then the atheist reached down to get some dust from the ground, and God said, ah, ah, ah get your own dirt." <laughs> the Lord has um, carrying on in verse 19 of Psalm 103, "The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you, His angels, who excel in strength, who do His word, heeding the voice of His word. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Pardon me, bless the Lord, all you, his saints. So it's important to note that God rules over all. He uses all things for his glory. He even uses those who oppose him as an example of what not to do. So there isn't anyone that God can't use. He'll use him this way if he acknowledges God and gives God the glory, or he'll use him that way if he chooses not to. But everybody will be used by God, some uh, will be kept. For further use, others will simply be used the once, and by their own choice, not get used again. You ministers of his who do his pleasure, bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Amen and amen.